Wrap Up Podcast. I'm Stefan, flying solo today. My man Fresh couldn't be with me. We still respecting the whole quarantine thing that's happening out there. So I just wanted to hit with some content. You know, we'll call this a wrap up uh, podcast short. We won't make it a, an official title, but I thank you all for watching. Uh, a couple of things I want to discuss, uh, but before we do that, be sure to check us out on all our social medias. So you can follow us on all platforms at the wrap up pod. Also, take a look at my man's fresh uh, website, Casso Kicks. Whatever new releases you need, Jordan specific, he got you covered. So, make sure you check out Casso Kicks uh, for all your needs. So, a lot of things have been happening since, um, since we spoke, but I'm going to deal with the last week or so. So, the Democrats had their uh, national convention last week. Went off uh, pretty well without a hitch. Uh, no complaints, uh, nothing like that happened. Of course, the Republicans did, you know, feel a certain type of way, you know, so that's that can only be expected. But at the end of the day, it's the people that make the decision. So be sure to go out there and vote. So, Demo- I mean, Republican National Convention, Donald Trump and his boys, his minions, if you will. Uh, not a lot going on, if you ask me. Not a lot going on. Uh, a lot of fake news, if you will, uh, focusing mainly on the protests, focusing highly on the riots, focusing on the coronavirus, but not in a way you would think they would focus on uh, COVID. They uh, painted the picture that Donald Trump was doing his thing you know was making sure that everything was uh taken care of and everything was pretty everything was golden but we didn't really deal with the issues that's happening in the world right now we didn't deal with unemployment in terms of the republicans so when i say we it's not us i meant the republicans so we'll just say republicans so the republican party didn't deal with unemployment they didn't talk about the virus and length in terms of what's in place to ensure that you know things will be taken care of moving forward especially with us going into another flu season also we painted president bush trump i should say maybe they're the same person but president trump in the vein of being our savior and actually what is needed for the country and we all know that's false um so I'm not going to check the, rec- the rest of the three days out because if it's going to go in this vein, each one has their own different um, platforms. Like last night was the uh, land of promise. Then we have the land of opportunity, the land of yada, yada, yada. But nothing is happening. They're having people come out with no mask on. Uh, President Trump is uh, philanthropying around, making sure that his face is on the place and everything is in good grace. I just can't rock with it. It's too much. It's emotional. I can't I can't deal with it. So if that's something you want to do, check that out. Um, it's good to watch it, but you already know what you're going to get from uh, President Trump. But there's one thing that kind of caught me, and that was a brother from, I forget the state, and excuse me, I don't have it here, but Tim Scott, the uh, senator, kind of came out to me as the star, as uh, what President Obama did back and I believe it was um, 04 so um, a person to watch a person of interest he came on and he talked about how he, we've gone from uh, the the plantation the cotton fields whatever to now we're in Senate we're able to run for office so a pretty good tie in into 
the current likes of what's happening right now, but not enough for me to move the vote. To me, I felt like not calling him an uncle because we're not going to do that today. We're not going to call him an uncle because you're free to move in whatever party you want to move in. But the Republicans secretively, I'll say, planted that black vote or here is someone black that's Republican that you can vouch for. Spoke very well, articulate, did his thing. I'm not going to deny that. But to speak from the conservative point of view, dealing with the Bible and things of that nature, yes, you would be a Republican. But you also have to have an identity and a pulse of what's going on in the world. And right now, with all the injustices, the uh, the rallyings, the uh, the uh, killings, which we're going to get into um, a little bit later, all these things have to have merit somewhere. And you can't just talk about what you want to highlight without highlighting what's affecting the people. So the RNC is pretty much is what it is. It's a spectacle. It's a show. Um, there are crowds there. The amount of the people that's there, I don't know. Uh, President Trump made a, um, a surprise visit. Everyone was in hoo-ha. It's just a complete contrast of what the Democrats did and which we knew was going to happen, but it's just it, it just didn't didn't sit well with me. It didn't have a proper vibe in terms of what we can expect in terms of longevity and strength for our country. It just was another show. And you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to just, because I get upset if I keep talking about it, so we can't do that. But something that everybody needs to be enraged about is my brother, Jacob Blake, uh, the young man from Kenosha, Wisconsin, that was gunned down by uh, the police officers on what seems to be a routine uh, traffic stop. The piece of video that we've um, been able to view thus far was just him walking away, the policeman walking behind him, him going into the car, the officers firing, firing shots, seven I believe in total. Uh, his father came on today and actually uh, stated that his son is uh, partially paralyzed from the waist down. He is in stable condition, but is in ICU, so our prayers go out uh, to him. But it's just, when is enough going to be enough? You know, we're counting time after time when this is still happening. And me as a black man, it affects solely because that can be me. That can be my brother. That can be my father, my nephew, my guy, uh, my girl's kids. It can be anybody. Who knows? It can be anybody because you're not safe anywhere. We're taught as young men in the black community, that is. When the police pull you over, 10 and 2, if you got to go into the glove box to get anything, you let them know where you're going. That prerequisite does not follow anymore. It doesn't matter. It, 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 I'm just going to put it out there. It doesn't matter. Um, to be shot down in front of your children... To have your kids see this is going to have lifetime effects regardless. But for this to not garner more national news and we start seeing more arrests, something is wrong with the system. We already know systemically we're out of whack. Or is the system built the way that it should be built for 
the powers that be. The thing about this that that I'm kind of torn with is when you're taught as a black man, once again, I'll go back to this, how to maneuver and how to move in a certain way. You're taught how to speak the lingo, if you will, to the police officer. Not You're not shucking the job and you're not, hey, sir, you're not doing none of that, but you're respectful no matter how wrong you think they are because you know the end effect. You want to get home. But emotions being what emotions are, I can't say what Jacob Blake did was wrong. I don't know what was said to him. I don't know what. But we can't walk away in that situation with guns drawn. Even though you may feel entitled, you may feel that you can. I'm not placing the blame on Jacob. But we can't do that. We have to make sure that we're putting on our best foot so we can go home with and to our babies. You know, so it's one of those things that it, it, it seems like it's getting worse. And normally the worst comes before it gets better. I hope that's not the case. But here that seems like that's what it is. Ben Crump, civil rights legend um, at the age of 50 who's tackled some, um, some hard cases with Aubrey, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, Taylor, George Floyd. He's the representation for all of those families. He's also taken on this case. Um, I just hope here we get justice. We get some form of of our say, if you will, that we get our voices heard outside of the rally and outside of the protest. We get injustice for something that's done wrong. Police in our country need to be trained. They need to be trained. I'm sorry. They need to be able to understand how to one de-escalate. If anyone that's watching has ever worked at any job and worked a job where you were either a supervisor in management or you were in, in control of some keys or a whistle, you had to practice self-control. You had to, you couldn't just run off the mouth and do what you wanted to do because you were held accountable for that. You had to be able to de-escalate situations. You need to be able to de-escalate situations, especially as an enforcement agent. You have the power that's already established, but you can't run amok with the power. You can't subtly maneuver in a way where your power gives you this Superman S on your chest. I always say that many police officers, and this is not for everyone, have some form of a complex in terms of where they need to show their dominance. They need to show, I call it the short man syndrome, where they have to, they have to let you know that I am the alpha and omega here, what I say goes. Now, I don't know if there's some particular test mentally that can be given to these police officers, but something has to be done. We can't continue to move in the same vein where innocent men or even men with petty um, misdemeanors are not being able to go home to their families. That has to give. Something has to be done to ensure that these black men are going home. I don't know what that is. You could talk about defunding the police, but then what happens when a state becomes radical? Um, you can talk about uh, firing police officers based on a merit system. I'm okay with that. Three strikes, you out. 
two strikes you out I'm okay with that but we have to find out uh, some form of a consensus uh, uh, a consensus where we're able to ensure that this stuff isn't happening every day God forbid it can be me tomorrow it could be any one of us uh, tomorrow and it's not just black men it's black women too and it's our children we have to find a way that we can stop this it's easier said than done to keep thinking about the plights that we've had from from slavery to Jim Crow to where we are now but something has to give we have to find something that's why these these uh, elections are key with the Democrats and the Republicans so much at ahead right now that's why we have to ensure that we go vote remove those in the community or within your legislator that's not doing anything for you find out what that person on the ballot does for you find out what they do in the community find out what they do in terms of legislation don't just vote for somebody because his name is willie johnson and willie johnson sound black there's a lot of white willie johnson's too that ain't about nothing so you have to know who you're voting for don't just vote Democrat down the line because that's what we as African Americans have been taught to do. You have to know who you're voting for. You can go to the polls and you can get the form or go online to look up, to look up each individual that's running. We have to start doing our homework in order to make this work. We have to start going out and letting the people know this is who it is, this is what's happening. We have to do that. The man at the White House is not going to do that. Those on Capitol Hill can't even decide if we're going to get the, the post office to run correctly. So you know they're not going to do that. So we have to do our own homework. We have to know how to, how to get people out of office. We have to know how to file the proper suits to ensure that things are being done and met within our favor. Until that happens, we're going to continue to see this same monotonous grind of us against them us against them when it should be them for us and that should be the only, the only way it should be but it just tears me up when you see another black man that potentially won't see his family again granted this case seems to be a little differently but he's not going to be able to play with his boys the way that he played with his boys before He's not going to be able to walk his daughters down the aisle now because of his life has changed drastically. Now, on top of all of that, he has to deal with another system, which is the medical system, which is also is what it is as well. So there's a lot of things out here that we just have to prepare for. Don't wait to November to vote. Please don't. If you're mailing in your ballots, do it in October. You have to do these things before whatever Trump decides, whatever he's going to do, we have to prepare ourselves. No one is going to change this election but us. I refuse to have President Trump take this election because, one, he placed a scare tactic, and two, we didn't do what we were supposed to do to ensure that he's out of office. That, I'm, I don't want to keep going too far. I remember I said this was a short I could talk about this all day, but we're not going to do that. Um, we're going to keep it moving. Um, on a lighter note, in closing, uh, my man Nas dropped a new album, King's Disease. Uh, my man's 12th album, classic, 1 through 13, I believe. All bars, all bangers. This is the epitome of when an MC grows up in the game and you see the growth in these projects. 
one of the standouts to me was actually Hit Boy. I'm familiar with Hit Boy's production. I dig Hit Boy's production, but this shows how he's able to matriculate an old football term from the 70s, how he's able to matriculate on a track and cultivate a sound for for an artist, for an MC. Um, we don't normally see that a lot because it's a rehashing of the same sound, the, the same trappy, um, this drill, this UK drill, the duppy sound. It's a lot of it's a lot of that going on right now. So a lot of entertainment and music is getting looped into the same into the same vein. But I was impressed with his uh, production. A couple of standout tracks, of course, was Ultra um, Ultra Black, Deep Nas Essence, as always. Um, speaking knowledge, bring it forth knowledge. Car eighty five classic. Can't beat that. Listen to the lyrics. You have to listen to the lyrics. And one of my standouts is Full Circle. The reason I dug Full Circle is because, one, beat the production hit boy crazy. But then it was also a rehash or or a, a part two, if you will, of The Firm. That's AZ, Nas, Foxy Brown, and Cormega big fan of Cormega, crazy fan of AZ, and just to hear that I love when I hear records and I'm able to um, discover that nostalgia feeling that I have from back when I was in high school, I'm an old cat so I remember when Doa Die came out or Real Talk from Cormega and all that stuff so when those type of individuals get on the track and they still hold their own in today's climate of what's considered true hip hop and true MCing it just blows my mind at any time you hear Dr. Dre speaking what he's speaking at the end of a track. It's crazy, man. So make sure you catch up and check out uh, King's Disease by Nas. I spoke to my man Fresh. You know, he unwrapped it. It's, 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 it's certified. Uh, one of his best works to me um, in a while, probably since... No, I take that back. I was going to say since um, Untitled, but Life is Good was good. I enjoyed Nazir, which a lot of people didn't. Um, but just just someone that's just steady in the game, man. Always pressing forward. Always uh, pushing the mark in terms of his uh, lyricism, in terms of his um, knowledge. What I've liked about Nas, as I speak that run-on sentence, within the last, I want to say, four albums or so, he's left what used to be the theme approach. I call it the mafioso rap from that um, early mid um, 90s to the early part of the 2000s was where everything was thematic. All thematic music. The lyrics were thematic. If you think of um, a perfect fit um, phone tap by the firm. We got your phone tap. What you gonna do? That whole thematic scale. Right now what he's doing is he's speaking to the people on a level where is the basic of most basics, but the intricacies you still have to pull out from it. That's a sign of a mature artist, and um, it don't get any better than that. I thought the next effort was going to be the uh, Swiss Beat um, album, but what I'm hearing um, from the Googles is that the next album, supposedly from Nas, will be the Swiss Beat album with also production from the RZA as well. And if you're wondering what that's going to sound like, go back to, um, I believe it was The Lost Tape and Tunisia. That's classic RZA. That's classic 
Um, Nas. So that's all we got. We're gonna we're gonna chop it down right here. Um, I thank you all for watching. You know, it was a short, like I mentioned before. Didn't get too in depth. Just want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, maybe back next week. Fresh may be back with me. He got a lot of things going on. He's getting married. He um he's coaching AAU. He's 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 going into the realm of apparel and design. So he's doing his thing. Be sure to um, follow him once again on Caso Kicks for all your needs. Um, releases every Saturday. Just go to the website. Follow him at Caso Kicks. Also, continue to follow us at the Wrap Up Podcast. We're going to try to continue to bring you uh, content, even if it's in this short format for a while. Continue to ride with us. Leave your comments in the YouTube. The video is there for your um, viewing pleasure. It's only me, but I think that's that's pretty uh, plus, um, pleasurable. But also, you can check us out on iTunes as well as Google Play for the podcast and audio format. Once again, this is Stefan for the Wrap Up Podcast, short this time, saying stay with us, keep banging, one love.